how to leverage the network with your previous guests that you have interviewed. So if you have your own show or maybe a platform that you use to bring an expert to talk and share their expertise to your audience, that's good. But the thing is, you can only talk with them once, right? I mean, after the interview has finished, you may not be able to talk with them directly afterwards, right? Because they are busy people, they have something to do, right? And the only way you can keep seeing them face to face is to bring them on your show again, okay? So that, that may sound exhausting. But what if you can always keep being connected with them even without having to bring them on your show again? And what if you can leverage them for your future project? That sounds cool, right? So here's a better question. How to leverage the previous guests that you have interviewed? Okay, so I believe that's the better question, right? Is it is it better? <laughs> okay, so anyway, that's what me and Jeremy will cover in this episode. So if you want to know exactly how to do that, make sure to subscribe to the show and listen to this episode, okay? So by the way, this is the second part series of how to build a million dollar network through podcasting. And if you want to check out the first part, that's episode 82, okay? Episode 82 for the first part. Alright, so there's a button I want you to click and it's called subscribe or follow button, right? And when you click that, you'll discover more about content creation that sells. Okay, we want to create content that sells, content that converts, if that's what you are comfortable with, okay? And it's basically how to sell through content. So click that button, okay? Just click that subscribe or follow button. Alright, so let's begin. So the real question is this, how would an entrepreneur like us, who literally start from nothing or has limited resources and yet still wants to build an empire, join Usheroff as he answers this big question so you can apply it too. Welcome to Focus on Winning. So you mentioned that you have an ebook, right? Right now, I, I'm ra- I'm writing a book in the at the moment. Um, we're actually in the final day of our pre-launch of the book. It's called Extraordinary. It's actually based on all the interviews um, that I've done for the show. Oh, okay. So, are you planning to send that to your previous guests? Oh, absolutely, man. Because it's because what it's going to be about is it's about a lot of what I've learned from them. So, you know, nothing cooler than getting a book in the mail that you've been featured in. You know what I mean? Noth- definitely nothing nice. cooler than that. Yeah, yeah. That's that. That was a cool, cool technique. And have you built a partnership with them, with your guests before? Yeah. So, and that's the interesting thing. So like, you know, like I said, when I started, when I, when I started, it was just the podcast. And as it kind of grew, we, we built the PR agency and stuff like that, like off of the podcast, like off of the success we had with the show. And, um, what's kind of happened is a lot of my like high quality guests have been people that have sent us great referrals. So we've had some Mm -hmm. really great referral partnerships and stuff, um, with previous guests. In addition, um, a lot of times, and you've probably seen this as well, like a lot of times the guests will have like a big affiliate offer or something they'll do. So we've done things like that as well. And and that's where it's been kind of that cool, like like back and forth with guests in that way is if you're figuring out how you can continue to do things in the future. You mean that you interview guests and then yeah. uh, after the interview, you just uh, offer them something? Is that what you mean? No. So like I have them on as a guest. We hit it off. They're like, dude, you're awesome. I'm like, dude, you're awesome. And uh, <laughs> we end up getting friendly. Um, they find out more about what we do and they're like, oh, I got people for you. So they send us some referrals. And then um, we do uh, a lot of times a finder's fee for like 
people that refer us business. So, you know, it mm. kind of goes nicely in that way. We're like, Hey, I got business for you. I'm like, I got money for you. Um, and it ends up being like a really kind of nice thing when you really hit it off with somebody. And it's, it's one of the big things that's like fuel our business. So before you start an agency, what, uh, yeah. how, how else do you build partnership with them? So initially it was just kind of, um, I did like a lot of favors for people. So like, Hey, I'll feature you in this article or Hey, I'll like, you know, help you with this. Like I helped a couple people get verified on Twitter back in the day when that was so like something you could do. Um, it's been closed for a long time. So I did like mm-hmm. a lot of favors for people and it kind of like, I don't know, stored up some goodwill for, for when, you know, like I eventually would do something in the future. Um, and I just want to point out though, at the same time, like you don't do things with the expect of getting return, but you just kind of do good stuff for people because you like them. And, um, and that stuff, that I've done then a lot of those favors have paid me back now, especially like as we're working on the book launch now, like I've had a ton of people like, you know, promote this thing and like offer to put it out to their audience and email it out and stuff like that. Because like, you know, I, I like helping people I like, so they, they want to repay the favor. So that's really like mm. before, you know, I had the agency and stuff like that. It's before we, how we made it more work. Wow. All right. So you, you just, you, you tell them that you told them that you want to feature them on someone else's blog. And yeah, that's that's pretty well, much I have Because I have a different, a few different sites that I write for. I don't write for as many different places as I used to just because uh-huh. I just don't have the time to, to write as much. But I've been like a columnist for business.com. I've been a columnist for Huffington Post. Um, so like a lot of that stuff has allowed me to like give attention to people I like and people I jive with from the podcast. Um, but it hasn't really had like a, hey, I'm doing this to get this, you know, just kind of like, hey, I like this person. This could work out. Um, you know, let me flow them some power type of thing. So, so do you interview people that uh, maybe fit for your business, or you just interview someone that's uh, that are influencers? I just interview people that are cool and inspiring, and like do things on a big level. Um, I'm not really thinking about like, and maybe I should be thinking more about this. I don't know, but I'm never really thinking <laughs> about like how how can I get this person as a client? Um, because usually the people that I'm interviewing is, I, I, I it's interesting because the podcast gets me attention for the business, right? But at the same mm-hmm. time, I kind of look at them as separate entities, right? Like I'm trying to do the best job I can with the podcast where I'm trying to do the best job I can with the agency. So really, it's more about like, is this the right guest going to be the right fit for the show and the right fit for the audience? And is this going to be the type of person that the audience is used to hearing? Um, you know, I'm kind of less concerned about like, hey, is this person going to get me some business? Because at the same time, like, I feel like you can ruin your content when you're thinking about it that way. Wow, I love that. And, and I think okay. too, that's why it's been good, like, how I've been able to connect with people because like you're kind of doing it just because you want to learn from them. You're not doing it with some like other intention of, of, you know, why you're doing it, you know? Okay. Yeah. That, that got me thinking actually, <laughs> uh, because, uh, you know, last year I was uh, doing a podcast thing for just purposely for monetizing a guest. <laughs> yeah. And now, and now I just want to learn from the guest because I, I think that's, that's that opportunity opportunity is more, more valuable than just, finding a client (laughs) Mm -hmm. and uh, do you have a step-by-step process on how you you build a partnership through an interview in in terms of like i'm not not quite sure the question i mean like how do you get them on the show and what kind of uh how how do you ask them to work together or how how do you you know send package you know that the process from how do you reach out to them all the way to their partnership. Do you have a step-by-step process for that? Yeah, so you're talking about when I'm trying to bring somebody on the show as like a guest? Yeah. And how do you make a partnership works? Um, it just it just really hasn't been like, I guess, 
kind of in my universe to think about, oh my gosh, I would love to work with Blah person. Let me get him on the show. It's been more, it's, it's just been more of like, oh my gosh, I'd love to learn from this person. I'd love to share them with my audience. Um, I like, for example, I just had one of my favorite baseball players on, um, he retired a couple years ago, Nick Swisher. He played for the Yankees for me. I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh my God, I would love to speak to my favorite baseball player. That would be so cool. Um, I'd like love to learn about these different areas of his career. So it hasn't really been like, okay, I'm going to interview them and here's the process to get them a client. Like, yeah, I I do mention what I do and and how they're kind of maybe, you know, some, uh, you know, possible ability to work together, but it's, it's very like, Hey, I also do this. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's not like a a super hardcore pitch. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it, it it kind of reminds me of, okay, so all of the things that we have talked so far is actually more related to business because mm-hmm. you know if we if we interview a guest and that guest is doing business then we can have a partnership with them but how about a podcast that's more related to horror story or maybe crime story you know something that doesn't require business mm-hmm. so how they can how they can build a, a million dollar network with a guest in terms of like when they do that type of show? Yeah. I, I'll be honest with you, man. I think it's really hard to do it that way because it's so content driven that a lot of times you're not bringing guests on. Like I know as a listener, um, I love those type of podcasts. That's typically what I'm listening to. And actually, right before we got talking here, I was listening to one about Nostradamus, which is super interesting. Um, <laughs> but like that type of show, number one, the content's harder to make because like it, it has to be well written. It has to be well structured. And a lot of times you don't have guests. In my opinion, if you're going to build a million dollar network with a podcast, it has to be off of an interview show. It's just really hard to do it with something, um, you know, fictionally based or something story based um, because, you know, there's just there's not many people that have done it well. Like you look at like what Aaron Mankey's done with lore. That's incredible. Um, But there's a lot of people that have tried to do that and failed. It's a much Mm. harder um, kind of gradient to do it that way especially since you're just, you're not really connecting with a lot of people as you are like as a, a host of an interview show. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's surprising. Okay. <laughs> uh, because I, I, I also have uh, listeners that are doing a crime story. So oh, that's yeah. awesome. I, I don't know, man. Maybe they're trying to like get somebody a lawyer. Like you, you tell the crime show, you kind of tell the crime show of somebody that hasn't been caught yet. And they're trying to get a lawyer. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That was, that was unexpected. But yeah, that that's cool too. I hope I hope that can help him. Uh, okay, so uh, what has um, a million dollar network has done for you for your business now? Well, it's kind of helped me to to set me up in the right way. Where my brand is recognizable. Um, you know, we are seen in the right places. We're talking to the right people. We've connected to a lot of hosts, which has been incredible. So it, it's kind of set our company up where we're seen in the right way, positioned the right way, because I've, I've interviewed a lot of great people. I run the company. So at the same time, like it's helped our own brand positioning. And that's where I think the real value is. And I think people don't always get that is how your brand is perceived, how your brand is seen and how your brand is heard. There's so much value in that. And to me, that's been what is it, what, what's really helpful. At the same time, a lot of the press the company's gotten is because of like, things that I have done in terms of like people I've interviewed events I've been at and stuff like that. So uh, without the, without the podcast, there is no company, you know what I mean? Like it just, it just wouldn't be possible. Um, And it's also created a lot of the right connections to help me get out there too. 
uh, I don't I don't get the the meaning of uh, without a podcast. It's just in company. Well, it's because the, the, like I said, I get a lot of my speaking gigs because of the podcast. Which you know, I go to an event, I speak, we get business. You know what I mean? So like a uh, lot of without the podcast, like just a lot of that stuff, just it it wouldn't work right. You know what I mean? Like um, a lot of the stuff that works for us is because I'm a podcaster. So you know, really, you can't have one without the other. Even though I try to operate them somewhat independently, you know. Hmm. All right. So, uh, how about you give me uh, an example? How do you leverage a guest? Let's say uh, you had Tom Bilyeu on your show, right? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, how how do you stay connected with him? So, in that way, um, I really made a good connection with his team, um, and we've talked about a lot of guests for their show as well. So, like that's how we've re- maintained a good connection there. So, sometimes when you don't always have direct connection to the person, like with Tom, I didn't. Um, we had mentioned earlier, Hey, you can send them something, you can do whatever. But at the same time, if you make, maintain a good connection with their team, those people will also help you too. So like we've had, you know, where we've talked about different guests for their, for impact theory and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. at the same time, you want to build a relationship with those people too. So that's something we've really worked on as well. Stay connected with the team. Okay. That's a great technique. Never thought yeah. about that yet. <laughs> well, it's just because you, you got to work with what you got sometimes. Right. And it's like, um, you, you, you got to kind of look at it as where can I make friends and how can I always make friends? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, uh, do you join his group and then just give value to them in terms of like, what, what like his Facebook group or his mastermind or something? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I haven't really joined a lot of other people's groups. Like I'm in a small mastermind myself, uh, where we, we mm-hmm. kind of meet every Wednesday with the, the same four guys. Um, but I haven't really, unless people invite me in, I haven't really jumped in and joined their groups. Awesome. All right, so you have pretty much everything set up in your business now. You have podcasts, you have agency, you have uh, you have been featured in a lot of media. So yeah, uh, and you even want to build a podcast movement, I believe, right? So what really is next? What what's the next step now in your business? Um, well, for me, like I said, right now I'm focusing on the book is a really big part of that, and um, mm. I think it's starting to become more of a thought leader. Um, outside of just the business, you know what I mean? So it's like doing that, but also like we've had our best year of growth ever. Like we went from five employees this year to 14. Um, We, you know, doubled revenue from last year to this year. So, you know, like we're just kind of going towards trying to be a seven figure business, trying to help a lot of people. And I'm trying to work towards that next level of impact because the more people I can help, man, like it's, it's, that's what it's all about. Okay. So you have a book uh, right now. So yeah. Is it about a thought leadership you say? So it's, it's something that helped me more establish my thought leadership. Like, you know what I mean? Cause like uh, you have the podcast and it's great, but you don't always get the thought leadership because you're interviewing people that are thought leaders. You know what I mean? So then it's kind of what you're going to do with that content. So like what's happened is I basically learned that there's six principles that all of my guests have had in common. And, um, you know, now I'm writing about that and I'm also, um, you know, writing about those different guests in that way. So it's really helping to cement my area of thought leadership, which is on being extraordinary. Um, if oh. that makes sense. Wow. So how how many guests are there in the book? So we're still kind of working out the process on that. Um, you know, we, we've had almost 800 interviews on the show. So, you know, there's definitely a few hundred people that have been uh, mentioned in it. Um, but we're mm. right now we're doing kind of the pre-launch and the actual book's coming out in April. Um, so we're only about kind of halfway done with it now. So I, I couldn't give you off the top of my head. I know it's a few hundred guests we've mentioned up to this point. Mm-hmm. And how do you choose guests in, in your show? Because you have so many, 700, I think. Well, so that that list we talked about in the beginning, like that's still going, man. Like I'm adding to that all the time. So that's kind oh. of a really, really important like thing to have going. Um, at the same time, 
like there has to be something about them that says they're world class at something. So like that's why I've interviewed like you know champion race car drivers. That's why you know you know somebody I'd really like to interview is like a a chess grandmaster or something like that. So now I'm trying to get like kind of more unique, I guess, in the areas I go. Like I interviewed um, somebody from the World Series of Poker, which was pretty incredible. Um, so I'm trying to find people that are kind of the best at what they do. And the interesting thing about that is they're not always famous, right? Like they just may be the best mm-hmm. at what they do, but people don't know about them yet. So, so you just pick uh, a lot of people from a different industry, I see. Yeah, from, from people that are, yeah, because it's so applicable to many different areas of life. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I also find that like professional athletes are super applicable to business as well. You know what I mean? Because it's just like mm-hmm. there's just so much about that life that's that way. Yeah. So, how about someone from power powerlifter? Because you also in that so. Space. I had um, three-time <laughs> Mr. Olympia. Um, he actually beat Arnold Schwarzenegger, I think, in 1969. Uh, Frank Zane on the show, which is pretty incredible. Um, I've been talking with, and this is another one, like I've been working on it for a year, so it may come out soon. Um, I've been working with uh, seven-time Mr. Olympia, Jay Cutler's team to try and like figure out, like getting him on the show. Four-time Mr. Olympia, I'm sorry, uh, Jay Cutler on the show. So like I'm there, there's always these cycles that I'm working on in the background and it's just like, they take a long time sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I never heard that name before. What, well, there's two the Jay Cutlers. The guy used to play quarterback for the bears was one Jay Cutler. The other Jay Cutler is Mr. Olympia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. That was so cool. So we are close to an end today. So what's your final takeaway that our listeners can really get from our chat today? Well, I would say if you're going to start a podcast, figure out how it's going, how you can use it in the future to do a lot of different things. You know what I mean? Like I haven't looked at it as like, all right, I'm going to build this thing and we're going to make some advertising money. Um, like don't look at it like that. Look at it, how you can create opportunity, how you can reach out to more people and how you can make a bigger impact. Just how you look at it is going to, you know, really change everything you do with it. Yeah. And, and I, I had someone, one of my friends actually want to start a podcast, but one thing that's concerned him was actually his voice. Because he doesn't believe that his voice is good enough. Oh, like I hate the sound DJ. of my own voice, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you you also hate. Oh, I, I I hate the sound of my own voice. So you know, it is what it is. I guess <laughs> you just got to kind of get over that. Like I, you know what I mean. Like I, um, I never listen to you know a recording of myself after the fact. I'm like, all right, it's done, it's gone. Like I don't need to hear me. Um, so like I don't know. Like you just gonna I guess be okay with that. Well, actually, your your voice is pretty awesome, actually. Oh, thank you. for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, where do people find more about you and how to learn more from you? Yeah. So they, I'm, I'm at Jeremy Ryan Slate on all social media um, or JeremyRyanSlate.com. Okay, cool. So, Jeremy, thank you for sharing your ideas and insights with us. Really happy to have you here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, my man. And for the listeners, I'll catch you another time. All right, I hope you enjoyed that interview with Jeremy Ryan Slate. Make sure to check out jeremyslate.com to learn more about his mission and his podcast, Create Your Own Life. So if you want to know how to identify your perfect client, I have an ebook for that. It shows you the step-by-step process on how to do just that, okay? And also how to craft a message that attracts your ideal client, your perfect client, I mean. So visit bit.ly slash client for you okay that's bit.ly slash client for you and if you don't know the spelling the link is in the description below all right always remember that winners focus on winning until then stay winning 
Hey, thank you for listening. We hope you can implement everything from this episode. And would you like to know more about business strategies and life hacks that you can apply right now? If so, subscribe to this podcast so you can become the best you. 